Danny. Danny, thank you so much for having me back. And it's a joy to be back. And I believe you put a good spell uh, on the journey of Voice Wallers Universe about two years ago. And um, I've never, ever forgotten uh, how kind and generous you were to have me on early on um, when Trent Dalton and the world of uh, literary fiction were, were pretty strange to each other. And uh, I was very touched that you took the time of day. And, I'm, and it's so cool that you took the time of day again. Who wouldn't want to celebrate the Words and Nerds fabulous podcast? Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. On this podcast, we chat about books, the writing process, and how literature has the power to change the world. I'm your host, Danny V, and today this guest needs no introduction, but I'm going to introduce her anyway. Matt Amor. She hates writing her own bio, apparently, and asks other people to do it for her instead. So that's what I'm going to read to you today. Elliot is 10 and he says, Nat is completely zany and wild. She's definitely an overgrown child. She used to be an acrobat. That's what I call her flying Nat. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> See, why Why would you write your own bio when you can get 10-year-old Elliot to write a 10 times better one? Well, now I'm going to go to Emma, who's nine. She's very silly, pulls funny faces and makes me laugh, and is sometimes a little OTT. Really? I never would have described you as OTT. No. I, I think Emma was describing someone else in that. She I must have been. Now, I'm just going to go through a few key words on the next page by another bunch of kids. Just a few key words. We're going to go with excited, loves snot. Dancing, kind, creative, crazy, uh, hilarious. Uh, she's the person to talk to and to read if you want to get in a good mood. Silly, funny, mic drop. You are the author of Secrets of a Schoolyard Millionaire, The Power of Positive Pranking and the Right Way to Rock. Welcome, Nat. Thank you, Danny V. Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> I would always love to have you on the show. And the last time I saw you was actually in real life. Can you believe it? That was a long time ago, Danny. <sighs> and it was your book launch and it was so fabulous. We're going to get to that. But first of all, we'll just start how I always start. Hit me with an elevator pitch for the right way to rock, Nat. Ooh, okay. Uh, two kids. Uh, who discover that all the art subjects at their school are being cut due mm. to funding cuts. Um, and these two kids are big fans of music and they ain't going to let it happen. So they use the powers of rock and roll and Broadway musicals to save art subjects at their school. And I don't understand why they start by cutting arts. Like, why wouldn't you just cut maths? Just straight up. Seriously? Um, I was, it, like, it was up to me. Clearly there's a reason I'm not principal of a school, but I would be straight up. Bye-bye, maths. I mean, all you need to know are percentages, so you know, like, when you're shopping, how much money you get off, and that's all you need. <laughs> or if you live in America so you can work out the extra the coins tip. you need for the tax or the that's tip. That's right, yeah. the tip. But it comes on the receipt anyway. You don't even have to add that up. <laughs> it tells that's you. That's it. It's official, everybody. Maths is gone. <laughs> What's the use? No, I'm sure for those people who loves maths, maths is very important thing to learn. <laughs> I'm just very bad at it. Same, same. <laughs> now tell me, your three books that we talked about, introduced you with, same world, different characters. I want to know the challenges and the advantages to having the same world but different characters. Um, yeah, it's funny because, like, that was never the plan, like most things in my life, <laughs> how it turns out. Um, when I first wrote um, Secrets of a Schoolyard Millionaire, um, it was just supposed to be a standalone and I, I signed two books. So I signed Millionaire and they wanted and Penguin wanted another one. 
Um, and so I wrote another one that was completely not related. And then Penguin was like, yeah, we love it. But Millionaire's doing quite well. We'd love another book that's like for that audience. And then by then the deadline had become quite short and I was like, okay, well, the quickest way to do this is to, you know, work within a world that I've already created. And even though I wrote Millionaire as a standalone, by the time that I'd finished it, I was so in love with all the characters. I was in love with the town. I was in love with so much of it that I did feel like I wanted to dive back in again. And I'd also had a whole book away from it. So I felt ready to come back. Um, and so, yeah, and then Casey, the lead character of Pranking, appears on one page in Millionaire and I just loved her even from that one page and I was like, she's going to be the main character for the next book. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and so then so I wrote um, The Power Positive Pranking from that and then, of course, once I had two, you can't have two. You, like, you're going to have one or you're going to have three. You can't have two of them. That's just weird. Um, and so then, yeah, so then The Right Way to Rock. By then I was already like, oh, I really liked the idea how the main character for the second book came from a minor char character from the first mm -hmm. book. So when I was doing pranking, I was already consciously aware to put Mac in the second book so that he could then be the lead character of the third. How cool is that for your little tiny characters in your books? They get their own book. That's really cool. Yeah. And I, so, I sort of like the idea too, like if I ever revisit it again and do another set of three, that the kids will be like, oh, who's going to be the next, you know, who's going to be the lead character of the next book? Because I like would like to try and stick with that where mm. they're always hidden somewhere in the one before. So I like that a lot. Yeah. I do. Are there any challenges to the same world? Um, yeah, especially when you haven't done any planning for that to be the case. <laughs> uh, I think there is because you need to stay true to whatever you've set up, right? Like if I'd had a plan, there might be things I would have put in Millionaire in anticipation of, you know, following that through at the end. But also, I don't know, I kind of like it too because, like, that's how life is. Mm, so, like, yeah. having to solve those problems and make those decisions without the ability to go back and change it felt kind of more real anyway because, like, that's how things would go. And weirdly, I unknowingly planted all these Easter eggs for myself that I ended up kind of, like, plucking out and then using in the later books. So it was really... um. It wasn't that it wasn't as hard as I would have thought it would be seeing it had zero planning and preparation. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of came quite naturally. Oh, that's really cool. I like that. And mus the musical theater edge and the arts edge for this one. Like I know you are a fellow rollerblader, you were a trapeze artist, you're an amazing school performer. Tell me about musical theater. Are you a musical theater person as well? Are you like a woman of all these talents? Uh, I was obsessed with Broadway musicals and musical theater when I was a kid. Um I'm not a great singer, um, but I also Can discovered. Show us? Okay. Great, <clears throat> oh, right, everyone. Wait, just prepare okay, yourself. Everyone, get ready, everyone. Sorry. Consider yourself our mate. We don't want to have no fuss. For after some consideration, we can stay. Consider yourself one of us. Oh, that's really weird trying to sing with headphones. Oh, I sound Ooh. even worse with headphones on. That's and you said you couldn't sing. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, a lot of years of training, years of mm. um, professional voice that's training. Beautiful. That Do you one. remember when we used to be able to go to musicals? That was fun. Oh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember that time we used to catch up and we planned to go rollerblading and we never yeah. did? We were rollerblading like three metres apart from each other, couldn't we? Uh, I don't think we're in the same LGA. No, we're not. Soz. <laughs> What about a Zoom rollerblade date? Don't make me Zoom any more than I have to, please. The staff, <laughs> the staff's bigger. 
Yeah, oh God, I live more in a Zoom screen than real life, I swear. I'm just a head in a box. <laughs> we got to talk about fun stuff. We can't yes. talk about the 10-week never-ending lockdown. Let's let's not let's, dwell on it. Let's not. Let's not. That's why we're a little bit a little bit interesting tonight. <laughs> we're, yes. We can't say words. We're giggling a lot. I couldn't introduce you. There are lots of bloopers. <laughs> hey, what is it if it ain't bloopers? Life's that's a blooper. It. That's it. Life is a bloody blooper. 2020 and 2021 is a blooper. <laughs> so you loved musical research. So did you have to go back and watch some musical theatre or did you just, you know, harness what you already knew? Mostly harness what I already knew. Um, I had a, I'm one of those people that lays, like remembers every lyric to every song oh. for their whole life. Wow, um, you must be great on a road trip. Oh, uh, or great or annoying, depending on how you look at it. Depends, depending on your personality. Um, but yeah, so I already had this very large vault full of um, musical theatre knowledge. Um, and I did watch a couple just for fun, like just to refresh and stuff. But generally, you know, it was all very, very set and deep set inside mm-hmm. me. So, um, What's yeah, your favourite no. musical? What's your favourite musical? Um, at the moment? Oh, look, because I think there's, okay, so, oh, wow. <laughs> Everyone sit back for an hour. I know, it, I could be that bad. But I think if you go, like, classic musicals, I'm a big fan of Oliver. It's definitely yes. one of my faves. Yes. I really love Hairspray, but mm-hmm. I'm also, like, a, quite a big fan of some of the new ones. So, like, Greatest Showman, I love. Um, Matilda, you know, like, so I kind of, it's a bit hard to say I spread. I'm a mm. big fan of the classics, but I, mm. I do have a lot of appreciation for the I took ones. my son to Billy Elliot. I'm trying to oh, you know, yeah. indoctrinate my children to love musical theatre, so I always have a date to go to musical theatre, right? And I took my son to Billy Elliot, and he was so quiet and still, and I was like, are you having fun? Like, are you bored? And he was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And don't you think, like, I think the other thing too is, like, um, I had someone message me on social media being like, oh, we've been reading your book and, you know, the kids are asking me about Oliver and it's on SBS, we should watch it. And I was like, yeah, you should. But just remember, like, I think a lot of people, when they think about Oliver, they think about, you know, the scallywags on the street and pickpocketing, and they forget about, like, the domestic violence and Mm. the, like, Mm. you know, that character is like one of the most horrible people on the planet it's like with sound of music everybody forgets about the nazis in sound of music right they just think about supercalifragilisticexpialidocious well no because that's mary poppins (laughs) (laughs) you idiot (laughs) (laughs) you just epically failed your broadway musical test very tired now very tired but yes so so if you if you are going to revisit um the classic (laughs) musicals with your children don't ask danny just remember that we we for some reason do tend to block out the really violent horrible parts that's true we just remember oliver asking for more soup yeah and 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 fagin and the pickpockets we've got the pickpocket why do we break our backs stupidly paying tax? No, I regret asking her to sing. I know. I hope there's no copyright on the issues with this. Nobody will recognise it. I was about to say, barely recognise <laughs> My friend took me to the Book of Mormon and I had <gasps> no idea what to expect, right? And I was like, yeah, I'll go because he wanted to go and I love theatre. I'm like, yeah, sure. So he rock up. He'd seen it before. And then the first song. Dropping the seatbelt, I was like, what have you taken me to? Oh, my goodness. That is that is a musical and a half. That, that, is, 
That was, that blew my mind. And I think because I expected, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't expect anything. Well, and because, because of the musical and it not being appropriate for everybody, clearly, <laughs> the way they were advertising the music is with that first song, Hello, right? Like it was at all the awards, it was on TV, they were performing on morning shows and it looked so like happy and joyful awesome. and clean and sparkly. And then you like, that's the impression you have of the whole musical. Then you get in there and see the rest of it and you're like, oh whoa okay that was I remember and oh my god when I went to see it it was just like your typical like musical theater audience you know older couples with like shawls (laughs) on and like you know men in like bow ties and suits and stuff and then I like sat down and started and I'm just like looking around going did they did they know what did that grandma and grandpa know what was going to happen or are they like like I am going what the I was, and I was like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. Best night of my life, though. <laughs> same, same. Yes, don't take your kids to see that one. Do not. Do not. <laughs> do not. Give them the headphones if you do. Yeah. <laughs> now, back, way back when there was a little break, when life was a little bit normal, um, we, you had an epic book launch. Let me just set the scene for everyone. We turned up to this amazing hall. And it was set up in all these beautiful colours and you had like a little poster where you could hold a guitar and you had cakes and you had all these tables set up, kids with Lego, and then you had a stage. What am I forgetting? You had little gift bags for the kids. It was amazing. And then you got up and you danced (laughs) and you had a little group of kids dancing with you. And then you got- They're called my troop, Danny. They're a troop. And then you got the little rock stars from the audience, my daughter was one of them, up on the stage to play musical instruments. It was just epic. Now, I just want to know a couple of, actually, I want to know everything about your book launch, planning, process, challenges, why it's so important to have an epic book launch and what goes through your mind because it was bloody amazing. Well, thank you, first of all. And, yeah, it was awesome that we got to sneak that in. Mm. It was really funny because I got the book launch and then it just everything stopped. So all my publicity and everything all got cancelled. But and I like, remember that Melbourne, they were in lockdown when you had your book launch because I remember um, speaking to some of our Melbourne friends and they were currently in lockdown. I think you might be right. Yeah, because yeah, I was supposed to the following week. Yes, go to Melbourne. Melbourne That's right. I was supposed to have this epic Melbourne lockdown. Um, <laughs> or book launch. <laughs> book launch, maybe. Um, yeah, so uh, there's a... Oh, there's a few things going on with that. Um, so I used to be an events manager for a hotel resort. So it's always that kind of stuff, like organising stuff has always kind of been my jam. Um, and then when I left the hotel resorts, I didn't want to do it ever again because I'd done it, you know, every Christmas, Easter. Um, and, you know, it was an international hotel resort. So it was like uh, 4th of July, Bastille Day, like every single holiday known <laughs> to the world. I was always like setting up stuff and colour theme and organising entertainment. And so I came back and just like I wouldn't even participate in Christmas for about five years after that. I'm scarred. <laughs> yeah, fully. I was like, I'm never moving another podium in my life. Um, but then obviously, you know, a long time, a lot of time went past. And so when my book career started, I was like, okay, this is my, this is my forte. I'm coming yep. back hard. Um, and so even from, you know, Millionaire, the first one, even that at book launch was pretty big and pretty, you know, epic. Um, and then I just kind of feel like I then have to grow on it each year. <laughs> so <laughs> who knows 
what I'm going to do for the next book. Oh, I can't wait. Hot air balloons maybe, jumping out of planes, helicopters. Um, well, I have, I have a plan that I can't tell you, but Ooh. you're not that far off. <laughs> So that's interesting. That I you... do know you. So, and I and I made a little mockumentary during your book oh, launch. That was so cute. Just because I can't help myself, I was like, "Let me do something." <laughs> that was fun because I got to ask all these people to make up lies about you. So that was fun. <laughs> or were they lies? Or were they? No, it was a it was a great it was a great day and um the kids and I was just so glad we got to sneak it in too because the kids yeah. have been working for months on mm. that. Um, we did like a little kind of. There's like an opening number and then kind of a little like skit with the kids doing numbers in between the skit. Um, I'm hoping to actually tomorrow I'm picking up the footage. So I'll oh, be able to put cool. some stuff online from what we actually did for the people who missed out. But oh, that's cool. I was really happy because the kids got to perform. Like, yeah. Obviously, I was really happy to have the book launch, but it would have been so disappointing if they'd been working so hard for yeah. you know, two months and then not got to perform. So, yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, look, my daughter had fun. I don't let her eat a lot of junk food, but she, <laughs> um, I was a little busy doing the mockumentary. She gorged herself on cupcakes and lollies and um, then was in a sugar comb on the way home. So yeah, good pretty times. much everybody left with blue tongues. <laughs> yes, she had a very blue mouth. Yeah, that was my aim. I'm like, you guys, like everything is branded, right? You guys are going to go home branded the colour of my book. I think she slept for a week after that day. <laughs> You're welcome. I want to know what defines a Nat Amor book. Oh, I think other people have said this better than me. Um, and I think, like, probably... Like when the people have nailed it, they've probably said things like humor with heart, you know, funny books. Like someone said something like tickles your funny bones and pulls at your heartstrings or something mm. like that sort of that are like on the sur surface, very kind of like big outrageous ideas, very funny, very adventurous, very kid led. Like the kids are always very autonomous. It's all about them making change, taking action, doing stuff. And then just with a hint of what's really important in life, but also challenging. Like I don't want to tell kids how to behave or tell them what to do or show them what I think is quote unquote right. It's more about throwing things out there and hoping that kids sort of think like, oh, I wonder what I'd do in that situation or like I wouldn't have done that or I would do the same, like that kind of stuff. Where's the line? Where does it, where's good and bad and where's the grey in between and all that kind of stuff. Mm, yeah, no, absolutely. And I've got to say when I read um, Pranking, you know, with the title you expect kind of just lots of crazy pranks and, you know, all the thing, but it has, it's got so much meaning and heart to it that I thought the balance of that book was so good. Yeah. I, and I like, it's, I kind of, feel like you know someone else I think it was actually Adrian that said it's like um or maybe it was Oliver I don't know someone said um it's like how hiding veggies in bolognese sauce to get your kids <laughs> to eat the veggies that's kind of what I do and I think like you know even millionaire when I talk about millionaire I'm like two kids who find a million dollars in their backyard go on a massive spending spree but actually the book is about everything in life that money can't buy mm. you know and so like it's it's that kind of it's like having that face and of being this outrageous thing and having a really exciting plot line, but also having a bit of thought and heart in there. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. And three books. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see what you come up with next. 
Yeah, well, our next the next one's not not related to these three, mm. so it's um it's the outsider, mm. <laughs> the outlier. Um, so I'm working on the structural at the moment, um, and it's I'm I'm actually really excited about this one. I am, but it's a real struggle at the moment. So I'm kind of like <laughs> excited but scared. <laughs> it sounds like for the next launch, I might need to buy a helmet or a base jumping suit or something like that. Both. I'm so ready. <laughs> so ready now everyone has to sign a waiver for the next I'm not, <laughs> that's not even a joke this time i'll have a gopro attached to my forehead <laughs> yeah i'm so keen <laughs> every single person attending will have to sign a waiver be warned no i'm already there it's just <laughs> give me that waiver now i'll sign it <laughs> from now on i'm not going anywhere unless i have to sign a waiver <laughs> It's not a book launch if you don't risk your life. I'm not leaving my house unless I have to sign a waiver. <laughs> now, nah. Yes. Because I thought we could have a bit of fun. Okay. We're going to have a little bit of a round one, round two, round three, round four kind of activity. You okay. ready? Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have to sign a waiver? Yes, definitely. <laughs> and put a helmet on. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right, Nat, round one. Are you ready for this? This is oh, called this or that. It's I don't need to explain it because you choose this or you choose that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Wait, wait. Sorry, wait, what do I do? <laughs> I'm going to give you two options, like base jumping or bungee jumping, and you choose one. All right? Base? That that was just a that was an base, example, base. but you choose base. Well, I've been bungee jumping, so I'll come base jumping with you as well. So have I. That's why I chose base. Oh, boom. <laughs> All right, Nat, here you go. This or that, rock or rap? Oh, why is that so hard? Oh, rap, no. rap. Really? Yeah. Tell me your favourite rapper. <laughs> Can you do some rap for me? Wow, she's Stop, big Stop, collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention, something. Grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a hawk, move daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow to the extreme. Walk mic like a vandal, like the jays, watch choke like a candle, dance. <laughs> She just knocked a microphone. Off. Wow! No, it was I, all the hand movements. I thought I was in the room with Vanilla Ice for a minute. I, know, I, know I did. You did. I got confused. Yeah, it was the haircut. <laughs> that was this Vanilla Ice. I was really confused. You're welcome. There's going to be a lot of copyright issues with this episode today. <laughs> it's all Nat's fault. All legal people go straight to Nat Amor. Her address and phone number. All <laughs> end of the podcast. And her credit card details. So just <laughs> hold on to the end for those details. I'm going to choose rock. I'm sorry. I know these aren't my questions, but I'm just going to answer them anyway. No, no one asked you, Danny. <laughs> no one asks. Danny says rock. <laughs> All right, Nat. <laughs> Road trip or cruise? Oh, why are they so hard? I, um, I don't know. Cruise, just... because I've never been on one. Cruise. Really? Cruise. Okay. I thought we were soulmates, but it turns out we're not. Have Road you been trip... on a cruise, though? Yes, I hate oh. them. Okay, fine. Road trip. <laughs> as long as it's not with you and I'm allowed to sing. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been on a cruise. I'd like to try a cruise. Okay, well, you I think I'll hate it. I think I'll hate it, but I'd like to try just, it. Just everyone gets the vomit. If one person gets the vomit bug, everyone gets the vomit bug. All right, I'm road trip. All right. So, <laughs> Bye. Jess, you've been warned. Um, chocolate or vanilla? Oh, vanilla. That one's easy. Oh, my God. Are we going to agree on any of that? I don't like chocolate. Oh. I don't eat chocolate at all. Wow. Don't, don't, never liked it. Even when I was a kid, I never liked it. At we Easter, my parents always had to go around trying to find, like, candy eggs because mm. I was like, no. Nah. 
Wow. I don't think we're soulmates anymore. We'll have to find no, a new one. But, Danny, this means we are soulmates. Oh, we're yin we and fight, yang. Yeah, we don't fight over the chocolate. If someone delivers a box That's of amazing. chocolate and vanilla, we're like, there's no fighting. Here, That's Danny, have amazing. all the chocolate. Here, Nat, have all the vanilla. There's no arguments. Happily ever after. Absolutely. All right, well, here's the test. The last one. Pizza or taco? I think tacos. Oh, I choose taco too. But that would be close. If you wanted the it tacos, I would eat the pizza. It would be so close, right? Because it depends. Okay, wait. Mm. Wait. Right. I have stipulations. Mm. Um, pizza can be really good and really bad. So if it's a really good pizza, it probably wins over tacos. But if they're, I lived in Mexico for a year. So if they're real Mexican tacos from Mexico, not the tacos that we think are tacos that aren't really yeah, tacos, yeah, yeah, then yeah. those tacos. Okay. See, I've had a couple of bad pizzas, I guess, but I don't think I've ever had a bad taco. Oh, I've had heaps of bad tacos. Really? Why are you yeah. eating your tacos? <laughs> but I think once, once, have you been to Mexico and had tacos mm, in Mexico? Mm, See, mm. once you have the ta tacos there, the other ones taste like average. Right? I just love all tacos. Okay. Well, I don't think we're going to fight. We'll, we'll, we'll eat both. Eat heaps of tacos. Then you can have your vanilla. I'll have my chocolate. Happy days. Okay. I'm going to do I'm gonna do a round of would you rather ooh, with ooh, you then, ooh. okay? Okay, yep. So it's like this or that, except it's would you rather. <laughs> the rules are pretty much the same. All right. Would you rather have a roommate that snored or a roommate that sleepwalked? Interesting. Uh, I already have a roommate that sleepwalks, which would be my seven-year-old daughter. So I'm going to choose that because I know what to do, and that is get a deadbolt for your front door. Oh, wow. <laughs> Alarm the downstairs area of your house and put a bed in your bedroom so you know when she leaves. Good times. So I'm going to choose Sleepwalker, not because it's fun, because better the devil you know. Oh, well, see, for me, <laughs> snoring is the worst thing in the entire mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. Like I once on um, grade six camp got put in a tent with a girl who snored and I went and slept out in the middle of the woods, <laughs> like literally with like coyotes and stuff because I cannot sleep with someone snoring. So That's hilarious. All right. Would you rather sneeze nonstop or hiccup nonstop? Oh, they're both awful. Um, I'm going to have to go hiccup because all that sneezing and all that saliva can't COVID. Oh, I'll hiccup. A, I'd go with hiccuping too. I'm, quite, I'm kind of okay with hiccups. I kind really? of dig them. Yeah. Really? Sneezing, I'm like a real loud sneezer. Mm. When I sneeze, I'm like, <laughs> would you rather have unlimited time or unlimited money? Oh, that's easy. Time, 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 money. time, time, time. Money. I don't no. want to live forever. Time, time. I want to be a vampire. Money. Money. Okay, well, you have your money and your yacht and I'm just going to, you'll die and I'll take your money. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll cruise on the yacht because I wanted to try that as well. All right. Would you rather learn one secret from the far future or one mm. secret from the far past? Oh, I think I'm going to have to go future just so I can be sure that there is one and we're not living in a dystopia. So. <laughs> oh, but what if you find out there is no future and that's going to be really depressing for the It'll be waste. It'll waste my. I'd go past. Okay, well, not soulmates. Yeah. No, <laughs> no we, this is, we are. Because oh, you okay. could go in the Sorry. future and check about the yeah, future yeah. and I could go in the past and let you know what's down. And we'll know everything. everything. World domination. And and you know what else I could do? Go and check the lotto numbers for the 80 <gasps> million and I'd have all my money. And oh my you'd go into the future and work out how to live to ev forever and you could have all your time. It's genius. Yeah, I can't put this episode out because we've just solved the secrets <laughs> of the world. <laughs> because this is actually supposed to be a book podcast i'm oh. gonna play a book game with you all right so you know how uh, i don't know if you've seen on alan she like gets 
people in and then she'll put like two guys up on the screen and mm. you have to pick a favorite and then you match another one against them and so doesn't on. sound very bookish in it <laughs> <laughs> and i'm always version. gonna i'm always gonna choose keanu reeves just it's so a you know version of all that, right so. okay keanu reeves so it's called relevant. it's called would you rather 4.0 <laughs> keanu reeves wait no. is it an option no okay. all right here options Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe or Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. Okay, you got to go fast, all right? Okay. Lord of the Rings or BFG? BFG. BFG, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Wonder. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, Charlie, Charlotte's Web. <gasps> Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web, Harry McClary. Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web, Harry Potter. Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web, Little Women. Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web, The Gruffalo. Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web, Secret Garden. Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web, Bridge to Terabithia. Charlotte's Web. <gasps> Charlotte's Web, Hungry Caterpillar. <laughs> Hungry Caterpillar. Oh. This is something different. No, no, you got to say Okay, Charlotte's Web. I love it. It's like a child. No, because thing this me. is, we're about to find out. Okay, Charlotte's Web. Okay. Charlotte's Web. Charlotte. Wind in the Willows. Charlotte. Charlotte, Lemony Snicket. Charlotte. Charlotte, Famous Five. Charlotte. Charlotte, Harriet Spy. Charlotte. Charlotte, Where the Wild Things Are. Charlotte. <gasps> Charlotte, The Little Prince. Charlotte. Oh, my God. Charlotte, Anne of Green Gables. Charlotte. Charlotte, James and the Giant Peach. Charlotte. Charlotte, Alice in Wonderland. Ooh. Ooh. I call a draw. <laughs> No. Um, no, Charlotte Webb. Charlotte Webb. It's got a very special place in my childhood. Okay. Charlotte, Cat in the Hat. Charlotte. Charlotte, the faraway tree. Charlotte. <gasps> Charlotte, Winnie the Pooh. Charlotte. Oh, my God, Charlotte has it. It can't be beaten. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte's Webb is the all-time winner. <laughs> I think I never said Charlotte so much in my life. <laughs> It was hard there with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because I watch that and read that with my kids now. We watch the old version because it's the best version. And um, But then Charlotte's Web just brings me back to my childhood, a wholesome childhood. It's so funny because Charlotte's Web would have been beaten out so many times for me. Really? I like it. Like, I like mm. it. But, like, but, but you know what it's about. But you know what? I, for me, it's not necessarily the best story. It was the nostalgia attached to it. Oh, of course. Yeah. But even, even, yeah, even nostalgia-wise, I still would have got kicked out a while ago. <laughs> oh, interesting. It's funny. I, that, that was probably really boring for listeners because they just heard me say Charlotte like 25 times. But they heard me say lots of things. So that Thank was you. <laughs> Thank you for being interesting. No. You're welcome. Really That's why I came. <laughs> oh, goodness. We have had lots of laughs as usual, as expected. The podcast went on a little tangent of these random questions. Would you rather the five versions of that game? Every version of would you rather possible. <laughs> so Nat, can you tell us anything about the new project or where to now? What can we expect from Nat in the future? Yeah, so there. Future Nat. Future, future Nat. Ooh, <laughs> funny, you just also tapped in a little bit to the new book as well. Ooh. Um, yeah, so the next book that I'm working on is supposed to be out, I think it's like April or May next year. I'm not 100% sure. Um, it's got a very interesting format that I don't 
see a lot in wow. middle grade. I'm which intrigued. Is very exciting. Um, and it's about four kids who are obsessed with a comic book and they find out that the comic book is being made into a Hollywood blockbuster movie up on the Gold Coast and the main characters in the comic are four superhero kids and so these four kids decide to run away and up to the Gold Coast to audition to become the the superheroes in the film oh I love that yeah can't wait so I, I like to think of it as Stand By Me meets the uh, planes trains and automobiles great so I'm picturing the book launch we are being kidnapped taken to the Gold Coast by you in a van or a combi van wave I a did sign say there was a waiver to be signed i'm so in who knows i'm in i'll pack a bag yeah I'll tell my family i'll see you in a week pack for the weekend <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little bit like the hangover <laughs> the kids version but i'm really excited about this one and i'm excited um it's for a, like I guess kind of sort of maybe like nine plus so a slightly I mean still in the same age group mm. as the ones that I've been writing but I guess like skewing slightly towards the yeah you know, but you've done that so. haven't you with your books got a little bit older each time is that what you've done maybe again mm. not intended yeah mm. <laughs> um I don't really plan much that just kind of stuff comes out of me like it does but um yeah I'm, I'm super excited about this one Excellent. I'm excited too and terrified of the book launch, but have my waiver. <laughs> Promise so I'll ready. take care of you. I'm so ready. I don't believe Promises you. will not be kept. Yeah, I do not believe you. <laughs> Promises were not believed. <laughs> I'll bring my rollerblades though, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Excellent. All right. Thank you so much, Nat. That was so much fun. I love your books. The Right Way to Rock was excellent. It has its own soundtrack as well. Josh Pike did that for you. That was amazing. So you can see that on the socials, the mockumentary. I might just flip that out again. Why not? It was cool. And it showed how good the book launch was and um, all the secrets about Nat. And we've learned a few more tonight as well. <laughs> so many secrets and such so a closed book. As <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nat. That was fun as usual. And I can't wait till we can catch up in the reels, bring my rollerblades and we'll uh, take uh, video footage of us falling over. Well, me falling over because I've seen you rollerblade. I think you're a little bit better than I am. So <laughs> It's a roller date. It's a roller date. <laughs> Thanks, Nat. Thanks, Danny. Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. We'd love to engage with you on social media. You can find the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Danny V Books, Words and Nerds podcast. You can also subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay safe and read more books. Secrets of a school guard. Mil school guard. <laughs> yes. That's the army version of the book. <laughs> That's the, um, the uh, controlled state version of the book. <laughs> Secrets of a school guard. <laughs> less fun, slightly less fun. Really serious. <laughs> She's also author of three brilliant books. <laughs> I'm sorry. Either, either. It's because I'm delirious with tiredness. Of course, Nat is also author of three brilliant books. <laughs> oh no. You know, Liz, at the beginning when we first started doing one more page, this was Liz literally every episode. The bloopers were just so giggling for four hours. School guard was so funny. So funny. <laughs> Secrets of a school. Oh, no, I can't do it. Oh.
Oh no, we've lost her. <laughs> I'm ready. I just can't look at you. I'm just not going to look at you. I get that a lot. <laughs> and then they call in the school guard and 